0: Welcome to an explosive two-part episode. This is episode nine, part A with Riley Gerber. You can watch the video version on YouTube at Pop Off with James or anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening. And for all you Gen Zers out there, this is a trigger warning We're talking about mental health and medication. Welcome everybody. This is episode nine of Pop Off with James. I'm James Pike and this is the great from Blowdeck OG Riley Gerber. How are you?
1: Hi James, I'm good.
0: <laughs> nice to meet you.
1: I didn't know. That's the first time I've been called the OG. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was referencing the show, not. Oh, you. okay.
1: All right. Well, I took it the other way. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. oh, my cheeks hurt from laughing. I'm so sorry. So I've talked to people in like New Zealand. I've talked to people everywhere. So pretty much you're the closest person I've talked to so
1: far. That's amazing. I have a casting call on Tuesday. I mean, it's exciting. It's a little exciting. I have no idea. It's probably like an extra or something like that, but it's for Yellowstone.
0: I actually haven't seen that show, but everyone tells me everything about it
1: you did see that show you'd be like okay you're fucking perfect for it because literally I'm like Beth reincarnate I can like come to them like in this meeting and just be like I have the perfect role for me <laughs> just be like, okay slow your roll because we already have it picked up <laughs> like, Beth is a hot-headed redhead like disastrous chaotic you know crazy I'll just swoop in and like you know either take her out or take her man out <laughs> there
0: you, go. you can be like her sister or like her yeah
1: I'd have to be like a long lost sister <laughs> or just like a nemesis yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll see. you can like, just like defender. pop in for like an episode and then like peace out yeah
1: yeah yeah so I don't know I don't know what's uh what it's really for what they're looking for so we'll see but I'll just I'm just gonna go on there and be me
0: yeah for sure what they want. <laughs> And I feel like they probably would have already checked you out. You know what I mean? Do you think? Yeah,
1: they do. That's like, that's, that's how casting, you know, really like looks for people these days is, you know, through social media. I mean, that's what everybody does. Like jobs. God forbid I ever worked for like a corporate company. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I don't know what Instagram is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Be like, my name is Rebecca. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) like the sweetest girl on Instagram.
0: (laughs) Do you like that persona, that reputation that you have of like the hot-headed redhead, you know? Do you like that or...
1: It's so funny cuz like I you know I always blast a lot of haters on Instagram. I don't care. I was the youngest, so of course I was like the loudest, the most obnoxious, seeking all the attention when I was younger and like that's just translated into my, you know, my teens and my 20s and my 30s. <laughs> so like <laughs> I'm still I don't have I I don't have a problem with you I am, but obviously like some people do.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's funny well, because like
0: Cause like, I'm always like DMing you like, do you want me to delete this? And you're like, no. no,
1: don't ever. I know. And like that one chick recently, like, uh, I don't know. I got so many messages from her, but also from other people. And they're like, I don't know. I don't see your, your thread on there. You should never delete your comments. I was like, do you fucking think I delete anything? I fucking like, I don't give two shits, you know, like I, I'm very not easily offended. It, like that may seem <laughs> different from this show, but I'm really, I'm, it takes a lot to offend me. It's even more to embarrass me. So I, I, I don't, but you were the one that posted my like old high school <laughs> picture. <didn't hear> me <laughs> <butter>. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. That was
0: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like the public is so crazy. Cause like, I remember one person like messaged me and like, how could you do that to Riley? did you get Riley's consent? And I'm like,
1: <laughs> I mean, if I, like nobody gets anybody's consent anymore for anything. And also like, that's the least thing out there that I would have worked. Like I'm still waiting for like nudes from exes to pop up and then I'm going to hit them with that. Where's my consent? You know? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like
0: why you're one of my favorites. Cause you're like so just unapologetically yourself. You're just like, whatever, you know what I mean? We can all get that way. Like when people like say like hurtful things, we're like, oh, but like, you're just like, bring it on kind of thing. I
1: don't know Cool. I feel like being transparent is far better than it is worse. You know, I'm blunt, I'm direct. I'm, you know, I'm vulgar, I'm whatever. I'm saying what's on my mind, what comes to my mind and not always without thinking. At least you don't have to wonder with me and I feel like in any relationship whether it's friends boyfriend you know work anything like that you know I think people would be lucky to kind of have that transparency just because I'm I, I don't know how to act I don't know how to lie I don't know how to do anything well that's not like you know what it is I'm doing so it's like yeah of course I don't I don't know I don't know any other way to be so
0: uh, that's hilarious that you say that because my very first podcast was with Ryan, Chef Ryan from Blow Deck Down Under. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. watched the show, if you've seen it. I haven't seen
1: the Down Under.
0: No, I don't know. He's like the most hated chef in Blow Deck history. But
1: isn't every chef the most hated <laughs> chef in Blow Deck? Like, is there ever a chef that anybody likes?
0: <laughs> I mean, Adrian. I liked Adrian.
1: Oh, God. It's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah he is, he is so crazy like yells at everybody but that's exactly what I said when I interviewed him I said you know I appreciate people that you know exactly what you're getting you're not like wondering oh are they mad at me oh did they mean this no it's like you get what you get right that's I don't know I just have an appreciation for the type of people that are like that for sure
1: Honestly, it's it's hard for me on the other end, if I don't know what someone's thinking or, or feeling or whatever, you know, then I'm like trying to navigate those feelings, which is it's just, it's a, it's a form of communication and communication is key in every aspect of every relationship. So, and then understanding the communication, that's what we all really have an issue with. <laughs> like, you know, I know I have an issue with that, but I, I really feel like people have a huge issue with understanding my communication.
0: <laughs> it's them.
1: <laughs> it's not me. I'm communicating very clearly. <laughs>
0: oh god (laughs) so you don't like adrian what
1: oh my god adrian you know like honestly he's he was just really very creepy um from the get-go just like his mannerisms you know it's like the you know the laughing was like kind of (laughs) weird and then his like i don't i used to be engaged to a chef so i know how like neurotic they are you know where it went wrong with adrian and i He was very much uh, kumbaya and like, you know, wanted to be like Zen everything. And then, of course, he's like, you know, just because you speak in a calmer tone doesn't mean you're Zen. (laughs) You know, it doesn't it doesn't come across that way. It comes across as like, you know, condescending and disgusting. And he made, you know, there was I forget like the full scenario but i mean they showed it on one of the episodes like he we were in the van and of course he was coming at me and and, and everything is edited i'm not blaming th- i've never blamed me having a mouth on editing what ha- transpires is all edited down so of course there was more to it and uh he would just say shit like keep her out of my galley and i'm like when have i ever stepped foot in your fucking galley like ever i'm not the one sitting there begging for food and and you know standing around in your way i'm like doing work on deck like don't flatter yourself is, is how I felt I, because I push a chair seat back in a taxi cab. He's, he's, his life is threatened. Like calm oh, <laughs> the fuck down. I, I don't know. Okay. Not my cup of like chai tea. <laughs>
0: Whatever. yeah just because you're like you're a fucking idiot if if they're saying that to you but if either if they're yelling it at you or if they're whispering at you they're still saying it to you that's a
1: little bit more like creepy and aggressive (laughs) I feel like if you're saying it really calm and like you know like I feel like (laughs) I I am threatened now (laughs) like (laughs) like, very sneaky (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you kill me. Um <laughs> I was actually just trying to rewatch a couple of episodes, but I guess I never got that far into it. You know, there's so many oh. blow deck seasons that like sometimes I forget like what goes down on some of them.
1: I was I was actually all, I haven't seen the down under, but I was um almost a replacement. Yeah, this what? this this season. Um I was on I was actually flying out to Hawaii, so it was just a couple months ago. And it was so funny because I get a text from one of the, two of the producers and they're like, would you be down? And I'm like, down to eye candy the fuck out of that captain? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do more than that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is exactly what they were looking for the type of response. I have a couple other projects that are in the mix that are also like limiting. So it's, I I wish I could have been on there and who knows if, if this chef is as spicy as you guys say is I I saw I've seen some things on Instagram but I haven't watched it
0: I think he's very much a person who says shit just to get like a rise and then he thinks it's funny kind of thing
1: I'm not calculated like that or manipulative you know and and then people are always like one thing they always say is like oh she's got a chip on her shoulder like I don't have a fucking chip on my shoulder I have a issue with somebody in front of me treating me like shit like that's not a chip on my shoulder that's (laughs) like That's self-respect. Like, don't fucking come at me that way.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, I get what you mean. It's like, I I think some people have those thoughts when people treat them that way, but you're the person that actually says them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah how did you get involved with B- below deck
1: casting had reached out I'd seen you know below deck before like, I was heavy into fishing every summer that's like four to five months straight of just non-stop work every day day in and day out and so it's very exhausting and of course like you just want to like numb your brain at the end of the day so I'd throw on you know trash tv yeah so I'd watched it a lot first year they'd reached out to me I was engaged to that chef and I was like oh this is amazing like he could be the chef and I could be you know his little sous chef you know and like but fun you know on deck too but they weren't looking for that they were looking for you know different kind of drama and so they did not approach me that year after we had had that initial meeting and I told them about that and then um the next year, which is good because actually that was the season that that girl Jen was on the little tiny blonde that just always did her hair and like nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a very boring season in my opinion. And so I'm glad I wasn't on that. Um, but the next season, they're like, "What's your what's your status?" I was like, oh, "I'm f- newly disengaged, <laughs> so, <laughs> ready to go."
0: <laughs> you were so into Ashton when I was watching the first couple of episodes. You were like loving him when he was putting on that like diaper thing. You were like oh, wedging I mean, his butt.
1: <laughs> you know, like if there's like a hot toy flashing in front of your face, you know, like who's not excited by it? But yeah, I mean, you quickly get to know a person, personality comes into play. And like, I think he complimented me several times. And then, you know, he had been trying to get with me and then he saw my personality and he realized we didn't <laughs> like each other. So, that's crazy too, because like that first season, Ashton's no different than he was the second season either. It's just all in how editing wants to, you know, highlight your character. You know what I mean? Ashton, I was, you know, during filming, there's a lot of times like, you know, you have some downtime a bit. And then you're also just before filming airs, you've got back and forth pickup meetings in LA. And, you know, we seen each other a couple of times. And it was always like, we were very amicable with each other. You know, we talked so many times about like, Hey, this is not how we're trying to come across to each other. This is what we're trying to do. And, you know, they don't pick that up. It was like, every time something else happened, he lamented, he could not separate like work and outside of work. You know what I mean? Like, he kept the drama in the forefront of his mind with me and he made that an issue with us. And, you know, I was happy to oblige. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I always ask people on reality TV, cause it's so interesting. Like what is going on behind the scenes? Like I'm picturing like a little producer, like running up behind you and be like, go Jal Ashton this, you know?
1: <laughs> no. So, so I know like a lot, there's a lot of shows out there that are staged. A lot of them that are, you know, like, you know, maybe there's produced like MTV, you know, is, is, is in it. You can see these shows and notice like when there's acting, or you can even notice sometimes in Below Deck where they're feeding you a a line in some of the pickups and, you know, the interviews Mm -hmm. and they're like, you know, but don't you think Kate's a bitch? And I'll be like, well, yeah, she's a bitch, but, you know, and then they'll just take that and then they'll, Put that in. And of course, Kate sees it on the show and she's like, fuck you, Riley. You know, like I look at that t- you know, but it's the same, like back and forth. But behind the scenes, I can only speak for myself. They didn't have to coax me or coach me into anything. <laughs> you know, they're basically like, just keep being you, you know. And uh I, the only thing they would do is like, so that whole conversation with Laura when Tyler and I hooked up. I would never have had that conversation with Laura like up on the uh, sun deck just because she and I weren't friends, you know, I'm not going to tell her like I just boned somebody, you know, like, but they're like, you got to talk about it. You know, we got to have a story on camera. So if we were fighting or whatever, they'd be like, go chat with James about it or go chat with Kate about it. So we have something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like content, I guess. Yeah. For sure. Is there like set times in the day where they like talk to you or is it just like, you're running around and then they say, Hey, Riley, come here for a second. And then they tell you something like,
1: you know, one of the producers one time, this was when Chandler was still on deck. Uh, Well, he wasn't on deck. He was sleeping, but he was uh, still with us. (laughs) Um, They had came up to me because I was, I literally had probably worked like 19 hours that day. And I maybe had one break. And of course, my breaks were always like separate from the guys. And it was like after they had theirs. And it was, you know, like it was like they forgot I was on deck working. So I never really got to take the breaks, you know? I'd been working like 19 hours. And one of the producers came out and she's like, Are you okay? And I was like, yeah. She goes, do you need a break? And I was like, fuck them. I was like, let them work me to my bones. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll stay standing. You know, I get it. Like safety wise, you don't want to get me delirious and tired. But I was like, no, fuck. I'll keep going. I don't, I I do this for a living. So I was like, I don't give a shit. Let them, let them work me to the bone. (laughs) Oh. That was one time. And then another time was really, like I said, whenever they're like, why aren't you telling Laura about this? Or why aren't you talking to Kate about it? Or, you know, talk to somebody about it. I'm like, I'm pissed off. Why did I fucking want to talk to any of these people? I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) Because you signed a contract.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. What do you think about, if if you want to even comment on this, but there was like that huge thing about Eddie saying, you know, like, they don't get paid enough and the housewives get paid just to sit around and blah, blah, blah.
1: I mean, I saw something on Instagram uh, about Eddie and whatever. So, and here's the thing, like, because now I've been on reality television, I don't know what's edited and what's not, you know? So I don't know what his direct quotes were. I don't know. Anything about that? I know that there's like articles written about me that are completely fucking uh, false and off the wall. Like, where the hell did they get that information? But yeah. if he said that, I mean, number one, we are paid much, 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 much less than the Housewives, <laughs> and which is crazy because, yeah. yeah, it's Bravo. It's still you know big network. There's still a, a big production company behind it. They've got the money, um, but you know. It works with Below Deck where the cast is kind of rotating. And I think it wouldn't work that way that well with the Housewives. You know, they bring in one or two every now and then. Um, oh. But really, it's a staple position for a lot of them. And if I were them, like my second season coming back to Below Deck, I demanded more. You know, you can't do that your first season because they're going to be like, well, no, we'll just find someone else. I know we are paid quite substantially less than the Housewives, but... Um, You know, I have gained quite a bit from being on the show. Like there's, I don't regret going on the show, like opportunities that have opened, you know, for me, like, yeah, I was pissed off most of the time, but there was like travel involved and there was, you know, I did make new friends. Like just because people think I hated everybody or fought with everybody. That's not really true. Would I like to have made more? Of course. But I did see you posted something. Ashley is on OnlyFans and it was like, fuck, man, I would love to make 50 grand a month. (laughs) Like, if only, if only, you know, but yeah, I I don't know.
0: What's stopping you?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, like, I don't want to sell my twat and my tits for <laughs> any amount of money that's like a small subscription fee. <laughs> and the fact that it might hinder like me working with other production companies, that would be an issue.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess that is a risk. Definitely. Yeah.
1: First of all, if I were to go on there. This is hilarious to me. Like, I do have tattoos that are telltale. I keep putting this out there and I shouldn't, but I have sent so many sexting videos and nudes to exes. (laughs) Like, I don't understand why they're not selling it. I mean, I would see the fuck out of them, but like, it's totally illegal. I was like... Where are those pictures? <laughs> but, you know, if so, if it were me, I would just get online and like Google redheaded vagina. And like post a bunch of, you know, farce fucking photos and just roll in the dough, you know? Like, I'm sure I can find some good ginger puss. Fans. In fact, I, I mean, again, I would do that if I didn't think that, Work might, you know, not come my way because of
0: that. Well, I I love how you have a plan too. You probably already already have like a a
1: fiery vagina. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm curious. So
0: So you are confirming that the drapes (laughs) wait the carpet match.
1: I've never dyed my hair, so yeah. I mean, it's weird. I have blonde arm hair, but yeah, I'm definitely matchy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's weird because I have blonde hair but then it's like in the summer and like the dead of summer it becomes like red sometimes yeah and like if I ever grow any facial hair it's like red too red, that so so get
1: red beards like they could be blonde brunette whatever and they always seem to have red beards so I I love being a redhead like I feel like I've I'm ridden the middle of that line for so long like you could have like really pale really freckly really like fiery or horrible hair redhead or then you like (laughs) really like Jessica Chastain redhead and it's like I'd love to be Jessica Chastain but I'm okay (laughs) on my my spectrum (laughs) I'm not gonna complain (laughs) and it's like I'm noticing a lot of gray hairs lately so like oh soon I'm gonna have to dye my hair but I'm holding out
0: well, I mean, I could totally see the resemblance with Jessica Chastain, and to be honest, you look pretty much exactly the same as you did, like, what, 10 years ago? Oh, on the I know.
1: Like, oh, there's a lot of people that don't think I'm 37. I am. What? Uh, I know. I know. I do get Botox. I get Botox in my forehead, but I'm way the fuck out right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I know the feeling.
1: yeah I need it like see, but where the hell do you get it in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and, then, uh, <laughs> and then uh yeah and I tried my lips you know because everybody was like making fun of me because I had uh, I have known I my mom I was like maybe five six or seven years old my mom used to have a store where they embroidered and, and engraved items and things like that like all, all that major and uh it's so funny People called me a piranha on the show and my mom had this sweatshirt like 30 years ago that she embroidered a piranha on the front of it, (laughs) but it was more so about like my mouthiness versus the size of my lips, but it said, (laughs) Riley, 10% body, 90% mouth. It was so true. I I wish I had it. I wonder if it's like in our cedar chest or something, but-
0: did your mom do that after the show? Like no, the 30 world.
1: years ago, she had made that oh. for me. And it, so it was really funny to like, you know, people were calling me prana, but for a different, like, they're like, where's your lip? It goes away when you yell and you smile. I'm like, fuck off. Like, I've known that. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so I tried Botox at, up in my upper lip, which I like, but I was very uh, conservative on it. So I just wish Botox was permanent. <laughs>
0: it's so true. Like... I had like the same kind of problem like with my lip like it was so so small and I literally had to get like four syringes in my lip to even get like I
1: love it I didn't so then I have to come to Vancouver so I (laughs) can visit your guy yeah I got nothing (laughs) (laughs)
0: i mean i had to beg my injector because i he'd be like oh i'll just do a little bit i'm like no i need a full syringe and he'd be like you're gonna get duck lips and i'm like i don't care i want him (laughs)
1: yeah funny who was that chick that's like tyler taylor taylor
0: taylor armstrong
1: yeah god she looks hideous
0: i know i just said that to my friend
1: she looks awful. And like, oh. you would think that they'd see themselves and be like, "Ooh, something's not right here. She just looks swollen and unhealthy. Like her whole yeah. face. Yeah. Like
0: and it's like she was attacked by wasps or something. I yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> wondering, like, are you ever scared of getting um, like canceled or something from expressing yourself?
1: Uh, you know, I've thought about that. I actually talked to a girlfriend of mine, because on Instagram, you know, you can monetize now off Instagram, but there's like, you can get shadow banned for like cussing or like being offensive. And like with Bravo firing a couple different people, I feel like they do that for people that are like, you know, actively being like racist comments. And I get a lot of flack for this. But like, I don't consider Instagram my platform to speak out to people. You know, I I'm, yeah. I'm not making, you know, public speeches anywhere. I'm not hosting events where I'm like trying to inspire or, you know, whatever other people. And it's just a form of me, like just sharing, you know, my experiences with it. Now that doesn't mean I don't have thoughts and feelings on something. You know, I definitely yeah. have thoughts and feelings <laughs> on a lot of shit out there. <laughs> Yeah. Like I've always gotten flack for not like, you know, speaking up about certain political issues or anything like that. If I do. I probably would get fucking canceled much out there. That's just, you know, people take, you know, to heart and offensively. And like, we all have our own thoughts and opinions and views and experiences. And it's like, I'm who am I to tell someone they should feel and do and be a certain way, you know?
0: Exactly. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. Almost. It's almost like society nowadays. is like, you need to feel this way you need to think this way you need to have this outlook and if you don't we're going to take everything from you kind of thing we're going to punish you and so it's it's so weird like because I like I don't express anything publicly that could be like reproduced because I always like I'm scared like it's gonna like bite me in the ass
1: you know what I mean yeah I, I I just stay away from it you know I do well enough You know, projecting my own opinion about my own issues (laughs) on (laughs) Instagram—that people seem to be entertained enough by. You know, like when I do get the urge to like blast somebody on my stories, um, it—it's a lot of them like badgering me, you know, consistently. I've already ignored it, or I've, you know, whatever. I've thought I dealt with it, and then it just keeps on. And finally, I'm like, okay, motherfucker, like now I'm gonna hold you accountable to what you fucking do and say. I don't think that people shouldn't speak up. I don't know. It's not even a fine line anymore. It's like almost non-existent as to what you can do and say, and it be, you know, dangerous to somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So are you still friends with anybody from the show?
1: Yeah. um, I still talk to Kate, you know, semi-regularly. I just hung out with her about a month ago, maybe less than a month um, in Fort Lauderdale. She just got back to town. What did you guys do? uh we were up until 6 (laughs) a.m doing what just catching up (laughs) (laughs) no i i was down in the keys i was down in key west so we're gonna go like towards the everglades and like the python hunt and gator hunt and um
0: you and kate
1: no no well kate wants to go gator hunting so it would have been great but i told her i was like we're coming to fort lauderdale and i was like you want to come to this party and of course, she meets me, you know, and then it turns out the party's the next night. <laughs> so she's like, Riley, I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like, we're at the casino, just hanging out and having fun. And um, yeah, so I talked to Kate, Courtney, and I just still, you know, watch each other's stuff on Instagram. There's a few things here and there. I talked to a couple other ones every now and then, but it's not like I'm off to hang out with any of them
0: yeah you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but <laughs> you,
1: there's no limit here james you could say a <laughs> okay. uh
0: have you hooked up at, with anyone from Blowdeck? who did you hook up with on the show there was there was just one right
1: yeah just one it just people think i hooked up with more than one it was just tyler
0: <laughs> who's tyler again i forget <laughs> <laughs> i could have done my own work <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man poor tyler um tyler was the one he came on when uh chandler was fired and then uh laura came on him and laura came on like uh, within a day of each other
0: um, who did laura replace
1: caroline
0: oh yeah
1: my roommate
0: oh yeah i wanted to ask you about caroline yes that's what i want to ask you about because I, I don't know. I, I feel like I identify with so many people. Like, I feel like she was kind of like awkward, but she like tried to like have a personality and fit in. And I feel like I've been like that before. And so like, I don't know.
1: I've never met anybody like Caroline.
0: No, really?
1: nobody. I would hope you don't identify with her. <laughs> I have never met anybody like Caroline. Really? In my life. <laughs>
0: Oh I mean, like what makes you say that? If you don't mind me asking.
1: I'm saying it might get me canceled. (laughs) (laughs) I think Caroline, you know, is a very unique individual that (laughs) I don't think she was meant for television. And I think, you know, she struggled very much, you know, with it and with, you know, how it was going down. And I think she more so struggled and spiraled after the show. You know really? Oh yeah. Like I remember, you know, how public she was like on Twitter and stuff and she didn't really come after me or anything. Like she didn't have anything to come after me about. Like, even when there was a couple of instances, on, like during filming, like sure, what planet are you on right now? Cause it was weird and she didn't come after me. She said one thing, but I don't even remember what it was. And I was just like, okay, this chick, you know, I'm just going to distance myself as much as I can <laughs> from her. <laughs> Cause I think that's the safest thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, you know, God love her because I would hate that, she, you know, she perhaps is stuck on a spiral from it, you know, and, and maybe didn't know how to get herself out of it. Like I, I would hate if the, if she could not help herself, but I don't know because again, I've never met anything, anybody like her.
0: Can you give me like an example of what you mean? Like, does she have weird habits behind closed doors? I mean,
1: definitely weird habits. Like, well, you know, first of all, I mean, everybody on the show, it seemed like smokes and I hate smoking. It makes me sick. She was a chain smoker, you know, which tells me there's a little bit of neurosis going on there. Like, you know, (laughs) what, what, like what causes you to have to smoke a whole pack within, you know, an hour or two, there was always just something wrong, you know, and it was like, what is it now you know like what is it that's ailing you now you know (laughs) it's hard you know I was a roommate so I did try to be like conscientious to her feelings as I could but fuck man she was just there was a couple times and it didn't air it but like it was so weird I got into an issue with her one time and I had already had it I was fed up with the guys And she'd been smoking all night long and in and out of that room, you know, and like we had different schedules because she's a stew and I was on deck. So I was exhausted. I was fed up. And then in the morning, like, I think she had just slammed the door to go smoke a cigarette at like four 30 in the morning. And I get up at like five to do my earlies or whatever. And I go into the bathroom and there's no fucking toilet paper. And, you know, we have to share a space and like, and, and, you know, Kate, I, I was her roommate too the next season, and while Kate's not like the cleanest roommate, she she didn't have poor hygiene. Um, one other one did. Like I was, you know, forced to like deal with like contacts like stuck to counters and shit, and like and so there's no toilet paper, and I go and I'm like stomping around to go get some fucking toilet paper, like you know, I'm just pissed off. And it's not like getting simple toilet paper from a closet. Like you go down into the build and shit like that. Like I have to pee, you know, so I'm pissed. And I had said something to her like away from cameras. And I was like, are you fucking nuts? Like, are you fucking nuts? Like, Like, I don't understand what is happening right now. And it was like this whole blowout. And I was like, just get the fuck out of my face. Mother of God. Like it was just a lot. It was a lot was a lot to deal with. Like m- where my attitude was a lot, she was a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you think like she was a little bit like dis- mentally disturbed? I guess.
1: Um, you know, she at one point like, I know that I was asked if I had seen her take anything, um, and I couldn't, you know, say either way. Um, yeah. I had seen obviously prescription bottles. I didn't look into them. I don't care enough. You know, it's like that's her shit.
0: Um, You're not Malia.
1: No, I, like, I, I don't care. You know, I would never like, unless somebody was putting my life in danger, you know, if she's got orange prescription bottles, who knows, you know, and obviously she was a little unstable. So I could only, you know, assume what I thought it might be, you know, perhaps she needed like a Xanax or something. I don't know. Um, I never saw her take anything. I just, I was just always, You know, just like never knowing what would happen with her. She was just always crying and always hurt and always, you know, something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she had that foot thing going on for a while, right?
1: I mean, I didn't even notice a difference in the feet. I didn't know. I don't know. And again, I like things hurt. My my back hurts me every day, you know, and like, I get it. Like, there, I'm not saying she didn't hurt. But yeah, you don't fucking whine over like a toe, Even as a toe, I've worked in broken toes before. Like, you don't say shit. And that was like running and hiking and doing all kinds of shit. Like, that's not just ironing. A different level of work ethic, I think, for sure. A hundred percent for sure between the two of us. Yeah, I don't think she was meant for that show.
0: What did you think about how she... Was like in the room. You and are then, gonna get
1: me canceled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I listen. It, I, I'm not a douchebag. So if if you if you think anything needs to be cut out, just let me know. Stay tuned because we'll be right back.
1: Let me take that yeah, off. yeah. I was already. <laughs> thinking about God, that. I'm yeah. sorry.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. It rolled I
1: off that. my tongue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I swear, I, I will not post anything. Okay,
1: <laughs> thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. And I interrupted. I apologize.
0: No, totally cool. What were we talking about? Again? <laughs> I, don't oh, I don't know.
1: know. <laughs> you were going to ask me something else about her.
0: When like Josiah and Kate, they're like, you have an hour to leave. Yeah. And then they like, played the music really loud. They got a lot of flack for like being like a mean girl. And just for that. Yeah.
1: So I don't, you know, I'm on deck. So of course yeah. I don't know what's all going down in the interior and I'm only seeing it much like, you know, Captain Lee, even though he has an opinion on every fucking thing. <laughs> um, I'm only seeing it when it airs, like what, you know, how it shows and how it plays out. And in my opinion, from what I saw that was aired, it was like, okay, it was very fucking patient with this shit. I'm very patient with her. Like, nice accommodating even when she was hurt and like here's a chair you know here's whatever like let me help you do your job the best that you can what is a two-day notice like I've never (laughs) heard of that either and I also (laughs) think like I'd be out of there that day right and then at the same time like I feel like it might have been seen as bullying but I think they were just fed up and I think you know they were pushed to a, a point where they were just like yeah we're we're You're tired of it. Get the fuck off the boat. Like, what are you doing, laying in bed?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Vacation. This isn't a hotel. Like, you, you quit. Don't worry. Production will take care of your ass. They'll get you in a hotel until your flight comes. Like, you don't have to be on that boat. Like, what's the point? I would have. You know, I, I don't, I would, I don't know that I'd say and do everything exactly the same, but I definitely would have come at her aggressively.
0: There's a limit, definitely for sure. Yeah. Yeah. My last episode was with Brooke, and she was from Below Deck Mediterranean, season three. And she had a lot to say about how Ned felt like they were reality stars. They weren't yachties. Like when she got there, it was all about storyline. And Hannah didn't really do her job in the yachting department because she was figuring out like what storyline to have and blah, blah, blah. Did you feel the same way?
1: um so you know there were two characters on my season that were staples and that's lee and kate i have very different opinions about both of them thanks for tuning
0: in to part a of episode nine with riley gerber please stay tuned to the explosive second half part b is coming soon Reaching out when you need help is not a joke and neither is taking medication when you need it either. If you need mental health resources, please go to the description of this podcast and just know that we are there for you.